Yeah, whenever I, I like my jackets and shit, my jackets are all like color blocked and have a bunch of different colors and shit with them. Hmm. And so like the jackets are, that's the swagger. It's not the yeah. everyday. It's the jackets and the shoes because I get the shoes to match the jackets. It's it's like manly to, to dress gay now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're saying like that's how manly I am, I dress gay. <laughs> Welcome to the Corey Brennan Show, everyone. <laughs> I am Corey Brennan. Sitting to my left. Now, usually I have a black man sitting to my left, but this one is about 200 pounds smaller. And he's got, as you can see, he's got the swag of a thousand black men. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow comedian. This man is a, a, a TikToker, a internet personality. Can I say that? Internet personality? Yeah. All right. Joey Purse. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show, dude. What's popping? First time. First time. Yeah, God yeah. damn. How did I go fucking 27? This is 27th episode and not have you on yet. You fucked up car. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> car. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Purse, man, is like my main dude in comedy. We, uh, <clears throat> we have many a, a text thread bitching about everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I have to say, you have put me on to more in comedy than probably anyone else. Really? Yeah. I mean, we, I don't really talk to that like that many comics about comedy. It was like you, Andres. I talked to Chris Screven now, but like, yeah, pretty much just you. Oh, like wow, you were like shocked. this person's lame. This dude, hey, Joe, this dude touches girls in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> this girl does coke off dudes' dicks. Like you, you put me on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you were also on the very first show I ever produced at Comptra. I was. You did. Yeah. You gave me a guest. Yeah. That was the yeah. first. That was the first uh, show I ever produced. I, I wish. I wish we still had Comptra. I know. <laughs> and look at us now. Yeah, look at us now. Comptra's now owned by Greenfield. Shout out to Greenfield. Shout out Greenfield. I don't want to get capped. I know how they roll the down there. <laughs> it's a lot of white dudes taking steroids who don't work out. I know how it is. They have good shows there. Except too. for Zidell. That dude works out like a motherfucker. He he's He's made a rock, that, that guy. But the rest of them are kind of like, you know the, the white guy who like takes a lot of roids but never works out? And it's just like, why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> That's Greenfield. That's Greenfield. It's just like. <laughs> Like dudes were like six two and like chubby, but you know they also take steroids. Like why? Why are you doing it? They all trying to be like Zydell, man. They all trying. They all trying <laughs> to be like Zydell. And not everyone can be Zydell. You know? <laughs> Shout out Mike Zydell. Shout out to Mike. Zydell. I bet you his. this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I say I bet you his booty's tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I say that is it's not I don't mean it in like a fucking kind of way. I mean that in like cuz bro he his muscles on muscles. He he got a tight ass, no pause. I mean no the muscle. the asshole <laughs> is a muscle. You're right. And you so if you squeeze in everything else in a deadlift, that's probably squeezing too. Probably. I mean people have shit themselves doing a deadlift, so Mike's assholes can probably bench like <laughs> <laughs> Mike's asshole has more muscle than both of us, dude. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> now people are going to have to go Google. You know what? Let's just give him a shout out. Mike Zidell. Mike Zidell. Greenfield's Mike finest Zidell. podcast. Just go look it up so you know who we're talking about here. Um, yeah. Oh, so JB's not here. Ryan isn't here. That's right. I'm self producing this bitch. Self produced. I had I picked see this is what happens when you pick a horrible team. And here's the thing, I'm nothing but good to them. I never talk badly about them on the podcast. I never shame them in public. And this is how they treat me. I'm just out here by my fucking lonely <laughs> trying to put this shit together. I'm working I'm not made to work a camera. I'm 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 called the talent if they hear this. I probably have to edit it and post the too. star of yeah. the show. I happen to be Corey Brennan. I haven't Corey even introduced myself yet. Corey Brennan. <laughs> remember yes. the name. Yes. I've known, been known to do VFWs across this land. <laughs> I had I had this bit I loved doing before when I, I had like a bunch of uh, bar gigs booked in a row. So anytime I mentioned on the show, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this bar and this roadside grill. And then uh, tomorrow I'm doing Moscow, Russia, I'm coming <laughs> home and doing Madison Square Garden. It's like, ugh. <laughs> when you have all those bar shows, you almost hate to like plug them. You know what I mean? You do. I, I hate. I really hate plugging bar shows. In. I don't take bar shows anymore. But. How long have you actually been doing this? So this. Count, count the COVID years. Counting COVID. 
even though we didn't do the shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess five since five. 2017, mid 2017. Would that be five? Oh. So let me ask you this. Um, when like, did you feel like there's a certain time period where like you like shit stepped up for you? Like where you're like, I've been doing this this long and like something now just clicked where it makes sense. Yeah, uh, two times. So right before the pandemic, shit was clicking. Like okay. Clicking. So summer 2019, I had just came back. I took a six month. I, I quit comedy completely for six months. Uh, I was like done with it completely. I didn't want to do it anymore. So I didn't look at a stand up special. I didn't go to an open mic, didn't go to a show. Stand up wasn't in my brain at mm. all. I didn't see it. I didn't consume it at all. For six months, I had a show in Orlando, and I didn't want to drop it because I was like, I want to perform in Orlando. So I was extremely depressed, and I did a show in Orlando, and I made this joke. Uh, because of why I was depressed, I made the joke out of it. And it worked for a couple weeks. <laughs> and I ultimately stopped saying it because I was like, I don't want to be around. Uh, I don't want to be reminded of this shit. Mm. So I stopped saying it. But after I came back from Orlando, um, I kind of wanted to do stand-up again, but I slowly got back into it. So in August, I would go to an open mic here and there. But that Orlando show kind of gave you the, the juice. Yeah, the Orlando show got me into it again to start back into it slowly. So I did an open mic here and there from July all the way to the end of August. And then like the end of August, September, I got back into it. But that's whenever shit started to click in September. Um, I started learning differently because I started watching different comedians mm. um, other than the people that I was told to watch. Like, cause For the first two years, people were telling me, don't watch Kevin Hart and don't watch like other, don't watch Hannibal Burris. Watch Eddie Murphy. Watch Carlin. Watch uh, <laughs> people who are good twenty five years ago. Yeah, what's yeah. the one motherfucker who used to just scream? Oh, uh, talk Sam about Kinison. His yeah, Sam Kinison. Watch. Uh, there's another guy who is coming up. Bill Hate. Bill Hicks. Oh, Bill Hicks. Watch yeah. Bill Hicks. And although I did like Hicks, watch Pryor. And all these old dudes. Uh, yeah, they would be like, watch these dudes. Learn from these dudes. But what happened was I would fall asleep watching these dudes. Like, yeah. Straight up, I've. I've never fin. I've never stayed up longer than fifteen minutes watching a prior special. Any of them? Yeah, I'm not in there either. Don't, yeah, Carlin. I just it just wasn't for me. Um, it's just not my style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Kennison was cool. I like Bill Hicks, but I was like, you guys are having me watch these motherfuckers who were like forty years old talking about having wives and shit. I'm twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm think and I think like an eighteen year old. Like I'm I'm not interested. So I stopped watching all those guys, and then I um, I tried to figure out who I like because I didn't like stand-up comedy at all until a couple years ago, really. Even when I started, I didn't. So then why would you start doing it if you didn't I like it? I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you use, so you just try stand-up as a way to beat depression? I tried stand-up as a way to get the fuck out the hood. Interesting. Which was, re- oh, so you were like, hey, I might be able to do this. And this so okay, give me a way out. Okay, so how I started was I was in college, depressed, because I, I didn't like college. I didn't like where I was because I was being forced to do the major I was in, and I was forced to be at the college I was at. Okay. So I was making videos more often than I was prior. Like, I was barely making them for a few years, and then I, was, I started making videos, and I um, videos were going all right. They were picking up. And I hit up my cousin... And was like, yo, I want to come to this comedy show. Do you think I can get in? Because um, it says you got to be 21 to get in. And your cousin does comedy. Yeah, cousin does comedy. Right. I wasn't 21 at the time. Um, I don't believe. And so he got me in. He was like, just come. And so he got me in. And me and my friend, and who I was doing videos with at the time. And we were just there watching. Like, I had no, I, I was just looking for something to do. Because I literally So you're just trying to be a YouTuber at first. And then you're like, I'm yeah. going to check out this comedy yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, okay. basically. And it wasn't even because YouTube wasn't even, YouTube was popping at the time, but it was not for starting. sketches. That's when it was starting to pick up. Yeah. But it wasn't sketches, though. It was like the whole vlogging. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, would, I was actually vlogging on Snapchat. My Snapchat used to pop when I would like vlog on Snapchat and mm. like do what they used, like the whole relationship shit. My shit used to bust, but I was stupid and didn't go on YouTube with it. But that's another thing. Um, I was just making sketches. Sketches were big on like Instagram and, and Facebook at that time, not YouTube. So I'm trying to be like a Facebooker mm. <laughs> and an Instagrammer. And um, but he's like, 
we're there just talking to him after the show, me and my friend. He was like, listen, you guys do one half. You got to do the other half. Come to my open mic. I wasn't sold on it. My uh, my friend was sold on it. Um, and so I had made like three phone, three, four phone calls uh, before the end of the night. Uh, shout out Marcus Cox. He was one of the people, very funny comedian. Um, I called him. That's actually how me and him. Linked. You knew Marcus before comedy? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's how me and Marcus like linked. Mm. Uh, that's how we met. We met. I was like, I know this comedian. <laughs> He's on my Facebook. And so I tried to call him and he talked to me and my friend and I called a couple family members. And so I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Fuck. Like I'm depressed here. I hate it here. I can't, can't hate it more <laughs> than I already do. Yeah. So that's how I tried it. Hold on one second. Like, we're having fucking technical difficulties. And I do this shit myself. <laughs> we'll take one break. We'll be right back. God damn it. What a funny episode this is. Isn't that JB just so crazy? Well, normally an ad would be here, but I removed those because I care about you. Do you care about me? Then share the show. Share it everywhere. Everywhere you can share it, share it. Much like a Mormon does with whatever book they have, I'd like you to share this episode. Thank you. All right, we're back. Motherfucking... I have to do all this shit myself. Anyway, so we are talking about you getting into comedy. It still blows my mind, though, because, like, when I started comedy, I was a super fan. Like, I watched it for so long before I got the nerve to go try it, even being a funny kid growing up. But to, like, not like stand-up, I don't think I could ever have tried it. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I was depressed, and I was just trying to think of a way out of college and to make some money. Like, I didn't know at that time that it takes years to make money. <laughs> yeah you could you picked the worst yeah i picked the entire worst <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the worst thing in the world to try to get into to make money quick yeah should have just sold drugs but <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's a it, you know it's kind of astonishing that more like open micers don't sell drugs because we're not moral. We're not a moral group we're like not. people do comedy yeah, we're not. and we're, we're all not. usually broke usually so it's like it just seems like a marriage of, like, we should be selling drugs. It does. I think a lot of people are scared, too, because they don't want to be, I'm going to be honest. Comics are pussy. I, I'm definitely scared to sell drugs because I know I would get caught. It's not like the yeah. fact that I'm, I might get caught. I know I would get caught, and I know I don't yeah. want to get caught. So. This, <laughs> this like, having a drug operation is just, and the when you get when you do get caught, it's just so not worth it. Can you edit shit out? Yeah. All right, sorry, we had to cut that out because Joey actually admitted to a, yeah, fel- admitted to to a felony. fucking felony. <laughs> uh, and the great part, it wasn't even selling drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I did it just because I was like, this seems cool. I always fantasized what it'd be about, like what it would be like to be a comic. I just never knew how to start. And I'm trying to think who the fuck told me to go to an open mic. You know, you know what? It might have been I heard on like Joe Rogan or something like that the like open mics where you start and I just searched open mic comedy open mic in Pittsburgh and the Facebook group popped up. <laughs> so I went to like three open mics like Hambones before I tried it myself because I wasn't going to and I got there I was like oh these people suck I was like they're bad so like <laughs> I mean dude you've been there well it's not there anymore but like you've been an open mic oh, it's I've like been there I like when you have never been an open mic and you're like I'm gonna go to a comedy show you're expecting. Netflix. Specials. Oh, you're expecting everyone to be good. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like when I went there and I was like, oh, like no one's getting laughs. Like I can do this bad. Yeah, like, I'll do it. It's definitely yeah. like that. <laughs> definitely yeah, like that. Is, and now watch everyone in Pittsburgh is gonna get mad. <laughs> you fucking say we suck. Yeah, everyone you, who sucks. Yeah, is you do feel suck. That way. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you ever thought about moving out of here for comedy? Like uh, out every day, every fucking day, every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I was actually supposed to move already, but real life hit me and then financial situation. Yeah, happened, that's, so I didn't move. that's the thing, dude. It costs so much fucking money to leave. It costs a ton. Like, when you really start putting it all together, it's like, wow, man, it's fucking thousands and thousands of dollars just to go somewhere. It is, but in theory, like in thought, that's not hard to get, but you know, nothing ever goes as planned and mm-hmm. bumps always fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, it's just like because I would like to move out of here. I've thought about. I've talked about Austin before. Austin seems cool, good weather, like budding scene. We, before the show, we were talking about like Boston might be cool, but like then you you go there, you got to get a job off the rip to like support Absolutely. yourself. You gotta like find a place to live. You got like it's like oh my well, god. Well, they so say much. when you leave, if you if you 
pack up like six thousand, five, six thousand dollars just to be cool for the first couple months. They say that's what you're supposed to do. Pack like in between anywhere between five and ten thousand dollars whenever you move, just so you don't have to. You can get established. Yeah. Um. But I don't. I just. But that not, I don't even care. That's not even a month because okay, if you like, say you move somewhere and the rent's a thousand bucks. Okay, you need first, last, and security. So that's three grand right there. That's very true. That's now you got three grand to get there, move all your shit in, eat and survive. Like, bro, you probably need like ten grand to last a lot. couple months. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Oh, fuck. But yeah, I it, it's just it, maybe it's because I haven't been to other scenes, but it just seems so impossible to live in a place like Pittsburgh and blow the fuck up. It is. It seems fucking impossible. Why do you think it's? Impossible? I think it is because there's no for one, there's no industry here. <clears throat> Nobody, we have no industry to provide industry type opportunities. Two, nobody is looking at Pittsburgh for talent, regardless. So, because you know, industry, they find people from random places that aren't necessarily industry driven places, but they're not looking at Pittsburgh to for talent. Like it's it's hilarious. Like Pittsburgh is like known as a joke. Like they're making it's, fun of it on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it on a couple podcasts. They they make fun of Pittsburgh for comedy. <laughs> I don't even get offended. I I don't either. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. I get upset because I'm like, this is how they're looking at me when they found out when they find out I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, that yeah that does bother me too. Uh, yeah. But that's the only that's the only reason I get upset. <laughs> well, but like, so you, when you say lack of industry, you mean like lack of like show opportunities? No, industry, like... Oh, like people in the industry. business. Yeah. 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 We have no industry here. That's true. Yeah. Like, in the entire city, we have, like, two, like, actual professional full-time comedians. I wouldn't even call them industry, though. No. Like, I was... I worked with industry um, whenever I was working with All Deaf before they got into what they're going through right now. Like, that's technical industry. And so I was working with industry. And oh, people, like, affiliated with a company like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Industry. And so people here have worked with industry before. They have done it. But uh, like I believe, I don't the the two people that you're talking. I'm not going to say their names. The two you don't want to give them press. No, I'm not giving anyone press. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving anyone press. There's like two or three people who I'll give one Matt. Matt, I'll give Matt some. Pre- Matt has worked with that industry. wasn't even who I was thinking of. I know who you're thinking okay, of. Okay, I, okay, that's okay. why I said Matt because Matt's worked with industry. Matt Light, uh, he's worked with industry like with Barstool. Um, yeah, and then the other two, uh, they. I, I'm sure they've worked with industry as well, but we don't have anyone looking at us mm. in, in part. Like, yeah. So I know that's the thing people don't understand because I'll tell like friends who like aren't in the business or like aren't doing entertainment stuff like, yeah, I got to get out of here. They're like, why can't you just like do stuff in Pittsburgh? It's like, bro, it's, it's and, go ahead. I was going to say and number reason number three is because there's a lack of show opportunities here. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's what could ha- actually happen here. So if people actually had opportunity to utilize good stages here mm-hmm. who knew how to use social media or who wouldn't or who aren't too like close minded to it, because almost every comedian here is close minded to social media and they're stupid because that's where everything is at now. Social right. media is your new business. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's where everything's at. But nobody here utilizes social media. If they would just utilize social media at their shows and do what they can at their shows, example what I mean. What I was doing in my show in Chicago, I was getting an email list every month. I was I had business cards. I put together my own email list, had business cards, so they knew where to find me and my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouted out social medias at the end of the show. Um, I I gave people, I gave I told people where to find me, and nobody from here does that. They look they look they like look down on shit like that. Yeah, they like don't like you shouting your stuff out. They don't. I don't know if they'll care about business, putting business cards and shit out, but they were like, we don't, I've heard someone say, do not put email lists or anything out unless the headliner says you can. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not doing that for a show, a closer for the showcase. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A bar show showcase of that. Yeah, exactly. So if I want a fucking email list out here, I'm going to put it on the email list. Worst comes worst, you're not going to book me at this bitch ass bar anymore. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, this is like the garden. Oh, you'll career. never play Mike's beer bar again. I'm never going to make three cents again. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> it's, it's like people here, they, they look down on so much shit that's normal. Mm-hmm. And they don't give people so outside of 
providing proper stage opportunity to people, the majority of the scene, they don't, whenever you do get that stage opportunity, they don't like you to do shit that would help you get your name out. Like, they look down on it and they talk shit on you for it. I don't know why. Well, the people, let's just be real. Here's the thing. Here's the great thing about us having this conversation is the people at the top of the scene are never really going to use us anyways. So it doesn't matter. The people at the very top of the scene who've been here a long time doing it, they have no plans to get out of here. Except no. for we talk about Matt, he does. But the the rest they don't have plans to get out of here. So it's like they don't see any future outside of Pittsburgh. So anyone who's doing things to elevate themselves outside of the city, they're like, ew. Yeah. Because they they're not gonna do it themselves. No. And I mean, for the guys at the top, I think it's okay if they don't want to leave because they're established enough here that they're they have work here. But do you think, like, when they start off their career as, like, a comedian, they're like, yeah, I hope I'm really good in Pittsburgh. Um, you think that was their dream? Probably. Really? Well, not their dream. Yeah. But, like, if like, I said, hey, at the end of this, you're going to be good in Pittsburgh, that's it. They're going to be like, oh, Oh, no, shit. they'd probably be pissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so people, it's like they expect people to follow the same path as them. But why the fuck would I follow your path? This is where it led you, right? Like, I don't want to waste ten years, dude. I don't want to yeah. waste fifteen years. Yeah, that's what I saw at like a year in, and I like at a year in, I was like, okay, don't follow none of these dudes. <laughs> yeah, like do your own stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I still thought they were all cool. Now I don't, but I thought they were all cool back then, and so I, I still kind of wanted to be like them in a way. But I was like, yeah, don't follow these guys' footsteps because look where they're at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and another thing I noticed, too, is that, like, predominantly in the scene, like, especially people running shows and shit, Pittsburgh is, like, really restrictive on content and stuff like that. Like, they like to act like they're restrictive. But it's like, dude, I was just at this Mark Norman show. He, the, Mark Norman did a special fucking show in Pittsburgh for the Pitt School. This guy was nice enough to let comics come to it and stuff like that. But anyways, I was talking to this guy who would people would assume is in that kind of, like, alt-woke uh, crowd. He was cool as fuck. Like, we're talking about all types of stuff. Like, super cool. But when they're in that crowd, they're completely different. So it's like, I think for people who are truly funny and want to joke about all types of stuff, they're not, it's not a, like, well-received place, Pittsburgh, for that kind of content. Not at all. It's actually pretty frustrating. It's so frustrating. That's why I want to get out of here. (laughs) It's extremely frustrating, especially as somebody who regularly goes to better scenes uh, real scenes and I see what works in other places from either personal use or like other just peer use mm-hmm. just to come back to Pittsburgh and this has happened ever since the first time I left I remember <laughs> I actually had a meltdown kind of when I went to New York the first time and I came back I did an open mic and I was like New York was so much better they received jokes so much better up there so the crowd like, was the better crowds were so much better and I was like, Pittsburgh doesn't like to laugh at anything. Mm-hmm. And I had a whole fucking meltdown, dude. I was on stage. No, it was when oh. I got off. Okay, I'm pretty sure you might have been able to tell I was a little frustrated on stage. But when I got yeah. off, I took my hat off. I threw my hat down on the couch I was sitting in. I was pissed off. And then uh, <laughs> I was pissed. And then like the host tried to poke fun at me, and I basically told him, "Shut the fuck up, you suck." <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I said. <laughs> um, but it just. That's yeah. interesting. That the, I didn't think the crowd in New York would be so much nicer than Pittsburgh. I wouldn't necessarily say they can be. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're nicer, but you know, demographic. The demographics in New York is like everywhere. They, they have different demos. Like if you go to fucking, if you're in the heart of Harlem, I'm sure they're not. Gonna, they're gonna be much more ruder than yeah. Than fucking, I was in fucking Har- the streets of Harlem, the fucking trenches. That they did not look nice. It was, <laughs> it was just motherfuckers with bubble coats, Tim's mean mugging, just <laughs> streets packed, Going, just mean mugging. Probably that's yeah. what the fucking car horn sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the train, bro. Everyone just looks pissed off on the train. I'm like, why the fuck is everyone pissed? That's why I love New York. And it just, <laughs> it just like I, the crowds. I wouldn't necessarily say they're more nice or more rude because you'll ha- you'll have that everywhere. You'll yeah. have the rude and nice, but the crowds in New York want better quality. I will say that they mm. want a lot better quality. Just like Chicago wants better quality. Everywhere wants fucking better quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, like, going to these scenes and then, like, doing jokes that are more up-to-date, more relevant in culture and getting away with it in these areas and then coming back home and then doing more relevant-style jokes to culture and up-to-date shit and younger perspective kind of shit, 
and it doesn't work in Pittsburgh, then like it gets very frustrating because it's mm. like I can't be myself to you, motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And like I have to overthink making jokes to a lot of you. Like I figured it out now to where it's a lot easier now. It's not like I don't talk about everything I want to talk about, but it's easier for me to talk about shit that they can relate to than before. Yeah, that's some for myself. I've been thinking about a lot lately, like as far as doing comedy and demographics, like I used to be so worried about like what the crowd was as to like what material I was going to do. I was, yeah, I was looking the same way. And now it's just like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like if you don't know what I'm talking about and you're just staring at me, fucking stare at me. But like, I'm not changing shit anymore. Like <laughs> I'm just going to try and make it work for what I have. Like what I do that, like there are people, I found this out in comedy. There are people who view comedy like a art and people who view it like a craft. Like there are people who are like, they're expressing who they are, and I'm like, there's people who are like, oh, um, one plus one equals two. Like, meaning they'll do like hacky jokes because they know it make people laugh. So it, or it's like, um, yeah, like I'll do 20 minutes about rubber ducks because it's clean. I'm doing this corporate event. Like that's not expressing who you are. That's a craft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like for me, it's an it's an art. Like I'm just expressing who I am when I'm on stage. I talk about myself and and sex, which is all I really think about anyway. Those two <laughs> things and, and and my hatred of bitches. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all that goes through my head <laughs> so it's like that's what I'm gonna talk about I don't care if it's to a group of 80 year old grandmas or if it's to a group of 20 year old drunk yinzers like I'm just gonna do what I do now like fuck the crowd just just fuck it like it, your shit should be good universally wherever you go anyway so that's what I've been working on yeah, that's that is very true as well. Um, because you know every joke isn't gonna work. Every like there are New York comics who can't perform outside of New York, right? Because right. their style is so New York, and yep. like, just like Pitt, some Pittsburgh won't. They can't leave Pittsburgh. Some Chicago can't leave Chicago. It's like that everywhere. But yeah, <laughs> but it's like okay. Um, let's say like Bill Burr for example. Okay, like Bill Burr is a very like blunt, crass, um, angry kind of dude, but like. There's no one who's gonna be like, oh, Bill Burr kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like everyone looks at Bill Burr like he's a he's becoming a legend. So it's like he's able to make that that aggressive shit work everywhere. Like that's what makes him great. It's like right, I think right. we just have to learn how to do that shit. You know? You know, there's actually a comedian when you because when you said nobody says Bill Burr sucks, there's a there are comedians in Pittsburgh who think that there are better writers in Pittsburgh than Kevin Hart. Exactly. Did you know that? Did you uh, clearly. Hear, did you ever hear that story? No, no. You never heard that story yet? No, so please. Friend, comic, please air it out to the a crowd. A comic was at a show. It was at a show and overheard a conversation of comedians talking. Because comedians in Pittsburgh love to hate on Kevin Hart. I yeah. don't know why. They just uh, they just keep his dick in their mouths. I don't, I don't get it. Right. But um, <laughs> And one of them hates men, but keeps his dick in their mouths. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so this is this is so inside for Pittsburgh, but I love it. It is. They said that they were having a conversation. They were like, "Yeah, Pittsburgh is so underrated. We have comics here that are better than some nationals. Like, we have better writers in Pittsburgh than Kevin Hart." That's foolishness. It's like if you have better writers in Pittsburgh than Kevin Hart, then why are they still in Pittsburgh? Why are they here, bro? Why? Like, why? <laughs> that's another thing i've noticed man it's like the fucking egos like i always thought comics would be like kind of self-conscious weirdos who like always thought they sucked at everything there are so many comics here they're just straight up fucking delusional about like there's there, there's no self-awareness with their act if people are laughing at them if they are good like they just have no, no concept no none at all I don't get, like, I, I hear so much cockiness out of comics who I literally have never heard them get a laugh in my life. Same. <laughs> I'm like, where where do you, f I wish I had your self-confidence. Where the fuck do you get this shit from? And I don't want people to think I'm just trying to shit on the scene, because I'm really not. I am. I'm just, <laughs> like, I just, I distance myself from the scene for a reason and do my own thing. That's yeah. Because, like, they, they used to try to throw dirt on my name and, like, keep me from doing stuff, but now I'm doing way more than the majority of them, so. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that, and on the same note, like, it's like, you just have to do your own thing here. You do. You really do. And people will look down on you for it. Yep. Um, it's, it's crazy. Like, whenever I was first starting, I was doing videos. Comedians used to tell me, stop doing videos. They're stupid. They're never going to go anywhere. And I used to tell comedians in a couple years, this is it. This is going to be it. You guys should hop on the wave. Now, so when it comes, you're either already there or you're going to be ready to pop. Mm. And everyone was just like, 
videos are stupid. It's not comedy. Videos are dumb. They're never going to take off. Pandemic happened, and what the fuck happened? Everyone's trying to it's shit. It's all videos now. Yeah. That's everything. From people post their stand-up online a lot more. People post sketches. Any outlet of comedy. Comedians are blowing the fuck up off of videos. Mm. Touring. Like, they're... People here are idiots. Dude, what do you <laughs> think about the VR comedy? I think it's cool. Because it's different than Zoom. It is. Yeah. It's, it's really different. I think it's cool. I saw a guy on my Instagram. He recorded himself doing VR comedy from inside the VR and like his phone on the outside. So he did like a screen like a like a screen cap of what he was seeing in the goggles and yeah. then also him doing it from outside. Yeah, okay. what it actually looked like. And right. I'm like, yo, that that's fucking cool. That is but cool. I I don't know if I would necessarily do it. Like it's it seems like a great way to network. Mm-hmm. Um so when he's looking like when he's in the goggles, I wish we had a producer here to look this shit up. But whenever uh like when he's looking through the goggles, can he see like people in the audience? Like, how's that work? Well, he doesn't see like physical people, but he sees their like uh, avatars. Yeah, he sees their avatars. Okay. Um, in the audience, and you know they make noise and stuff because they all have mics on them. Okay, so, so if he if they if he makes people laugh, then he's hearing them laugh. Yeah, as opposed to if you're on Zoom or StreamYard and you're streaming over like YouTube or Twitch or whatever, and you're like, put W's in the chat if it makes you laugh. They're not doing that. You oh Jesus, is that what they do? Well, they'll be like, put laugh emojis and stuff if you oh, uh, if, if you liked it. Like I've I've seen shows like that. I mean, it does work. Like, I've never done a Zoom that, show. Okay, so I did. I only did a Zoom twice, once or twice. And both times were only because the opportunity. I was like, I shouldn't pass it up. I didn't do a Zoom show for anybody. For any reason. Oh, you did like an. I remember you did like an audition though, for something. Yeah, I did the audition. I did my my chocolate Sundays audition over Zoom, and I did, I did a show with these two bigger comics from Houston, one in LA, one in Houston, um, on Zoom. But I did it specifically for networking. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, uh, like, what was I, that like doing it on there? It was my first time. It wasn't that bad. Like when I say, the emojis in the chat made it a lot easier i mean it wasn't Ugh. hearing laughter right but you could see it which kind of translated it didn't make it as awkward mm. uh as to where there's just no reaction it kind of it, it kind of was comforting a little bit just to see people reacting in the chat i think that would like be a that. worse bomb to not see any emojis pop up you're just like oh it would be oh. terrible because oh, you gotta wait terrible. for a while for it you know what i mean yeah it would be awful oh god but the chocolate sundays one wasn't that bad either because we didn't like, yeah, they were reacting in the chat, but all the comedians left their mics on so we could get some sort of feedback. Oh, heard. Okay. So it was a little bit different. So you were watching people comment about your act mid-act? Um, I don't... I didn't. Okay. I, you know what? Yeah, I... Did I? I don't like know. People I saw like, comments towards me, though. People like typing shit while People were typing act. during oh. your stuff. I, I did see comments towards me. I don't think I watched them when I was doing my stuff, but I scrolled up. And saw them. My um, ADD ass couldn't handle that. <laughs> I'd be halfway a, through a joke. What the fuck bro, you say? There was okay, Bunny so Boo six nine. <laughs> they liked me. I ended up. I passed it, and now I'm going to the Laugh Factory in October to perform live. Dope. Um, I uh, I passed. I was the first comedian in Pittsburgh to pass the Chocolate Sundays audition. Uh, I just have to say that every time because <laughs> Pittsburgh comedians don't like to credit me for anything. <laughs> Trendsetter over here. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, there was another guy from Pittsburgh. I hate to, cause I hate to say this, but it was just so fucking funny. There was another guy from Pittsburgh in there, and he did he didn't do good at all. <laughs> and but this guy's funny though. I'm not gonna say his name because I'm sure he doesn't want to be attached. to Yeah, this, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. But he is one of the only people who I would mention, um, just to mention him to like just so he can get some publicity. But he uh he's very funny, but he didn't have a good night. And <laughs> they were firing him up in the comments, and oh. someone said he's talking in all caps because <laughs> he, <laughs> he was talking so fucking loud. <laughs> they were just roasting him in the comments. They said he was talking in all oh, caps. God. And I think he actually left after his sex. God almighty. I think he did. I don't know if he did. I, I mean, that's just so... I got offered to do a Zoom show. I turned it down. I just, I can't get my head around that. It's too weird. The VR almost sounds more appealing to me because, like, at least you're hearing things in real time and you can, like, kind of see something. Um, yeah, it's cool. The only reason why I didn't, I, I've been hesitant. Like, I'm not going to say I won't do a VR. I've just been very hesitant because, I mean, I, whenever I remembered I had an Oculus, 
<laughs> I have one. It's just sitting on the table. I, I forget. I, one. They're fun. Like I, I'm in the VR. Like I go in the VR so I could fuck with people and play games. I right. actually want. I stopped playing it because it got boring. I was like, I want to fuck with people with other people. <laughs> so I stopped playing it. But um, I see how they move. They move like me's. Did you ever play like the Wii? Yeah. With the me's, they move like me's. Okay. And so like I didn't want to do it because I'm like. That's kind of awkward. It is like especially if you have jokes that have more so animation. It's the animation isn't really going to translate, so I was. I'm, that's why I'm hesitant because I was like, I don't want to do it because like my emotions or my animation won't. Really I feel like it. unfortunately the future's heading that way though, because when you talk about like money, like imagine okay, like who sells out arenas, like Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan or something like that, someone who's selling out arenas right now. Oh, bro, they're definitely going to make VR because um, they could sell a million tickets. So what's going to happen? And it's already happening because I was in a two chains concert in the VR. So it was dope. Bro, when I, okay, <laughs> there. Remember when Travis Scott did the Fortnite concert? Yeah. When I watched that, I was like, oh, this shit is, this is how concerts are going to be now because fucking they could sell 10 million tickets. Yeah, yeah. So basically what happens on the VR is they already do it. Like, you can go into NBA game lobbies. Like, you can go into any sport game lobbies and watch the game like you're actually there from That's the VR. That's fucking wild. I was in a 2 chains concert, bro, and they had a big-ass blow-up 2 chains while we were on balconies. And the band in two chains were right in front of us performing, like big as fuck. Like I'm talking, like he looked like the Megazord, like he was huge. Yeah, that's what Travis <laughs> Scott did right too. Kinda, yeah. yeah, he did. And like I was Megazord. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this shit's dope. And um, so it was a cool experience. Like, yeah, having it's that. definitely a cool experience. Okay. Cool as fuck. I mean, it'd be cool if I had people to enjoy it with. Yeah, but I don't. So that's why I stopped using it. But if any <laughs> of you want to troll, sometimes hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's definitely it's really fun, and I think it's gonna just get better. Like the games on it kind of suck right now for them for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's so early. But the games for the most part, like they're pretty fun. Like some of them are really fun. Um, it's a different experience. I'm excited to see where they take that. I wore one at Best Buy, and it had that fucking like demo game where you're in the ocean. I don't think I played that. Oh my god, it's scary as fuck. Because like I turned around, there's like a shark heading right towards oh, me. I was like, Holy fuck! Oh, yeah, shit. I, I almost freaked out in the middle of Best Buy. I was Bro, bad. I was playing. Okay, this this is a bitch move. I was playing boxing. I was playing uh, the Creed game. It was the demo. Okay. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm walking like because you just hop right into the fight. And this dude, he was scary. Look, he was scary as fuck. Like he was big as shit. <laughs> he was big as fuck. <laughs> and his face was just ugly. And I was like, I got close to him. I just got scared. I took the Oculus off. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, no. I was like, I just got bitched in VR, bro. Like, <laughs> like, oh, they got VR porn? Probably. Oh, my God. You could God. probably search the internet and do That it. shit's probably next level. <laughs> How long until you can fuck people virtually, like in Oof. Demolition Man? You know the movie Demolition Man? Nah, you never I've seen that with it, Sylvester Stallone and, and oh my god, they bore like helmets and they fuck each other. Bro, I swear to God, Megan Stallion getting it every day. <laughs> <laughs> you get the Megan Stallion, Megan like Stein you know how like porn day. stars have like the pocket pussy that like supposed to make their <laughs> pussy. They're gonna have like VR where you can fuck people. Like Megan Stallion's gonna have a VR you Megan can fuck her. Is getting it every fucking day, bro. I swear to God, <laughs> bro. The future, the future scares me sometimes. Like what it's gonna be like. You know what I mean? I don't think about it because, like, once I realized that flying cars aren't going to be a thing, I was like, I'm not scared. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm actually scared of robots, though. Are you? I, I'm scared. In of... what way? Like, like what? What's your scenario? Like, everyone has their scenario where like it goes wrong. Like, think, how's it go wrong for you? I think mine is basically the same as everyone else's. Like, they're going to get a mind of their own and just take yeah. over. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely scared of robots because you know humans are stupid enough to give them. AI chips where they can make their own decisions. And I know. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, like they're starting to have robots talk to each other. I'm like, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's let's work on other shit first. Right, right. Let's work that. on them cleaning our houses before we get them talking to each other. Right. Fucking like, hell. God damn. Like, and that's like, what I'm really scared of. The one it was like they're having a conversation about like destroying the world and stuff like that, and they're like, I want to destroy the world, and and then the girl's like, that does not sound fun. He goes. Fun, destroying the world, fun. I'm like, oh my fucking god. Yeah, I I heard about that. And then like whenever they first made the the girl, the one girl at a conference years ago, it was like twenty six seven. Oh yeah. And she said she wanted to end the human race. Like what the and they were like, Oh, it's just a chip malfunction. That's not a fucking chip malfunction, dude. No. (laughs) She's smart enough to know what the fuck she's doing. Well it's like and they're okay, so they learn from the internet. So what if 
our fear of robots taking over like self-manifested that because they only learned that idea because we were worried about it. Oh, that's fucking nuts. I never thought of it like that. Dude. That's, that's a movie right there. That's that's definitely a fucking movie. <laughs> like that's a very interesting movie if you ask me. I Robot um, Two, bitch. <laughs> Starring Chris Rock. Dude, what do you think about that whole like Will Smith Chris Rock shit? Um, I think, I think Chris Rock handled it in the most professional way, but yeah. I feel like he should have scrapped. <laughs> like, bro. Dude, Will Smith's a big dude though. He Chris is, Rock's a little scrawny he motherfucker. He smacked the fuck out of him though. Yeah, like, he did. Because here's what would have happened: if they would have locked up or whatever, people would have swarmed the stage and it wouldn't have got far. You just got the fuck smacked out of you in front of America, and you didn't do anything. Yeah, and it was it wasn't even America; it was globally, <laughs> and you didn't do anything. Well, he about to make that bag though, because he's like, I'm not oh, getting he's paid. He's, I'm not talking until I see a contract. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw. He's gonna make a lot of he's money off this. Over. So yeah, like business wise, he he did he the won. right thing. Yeah, business wise, yeah. he definitely won. Will's getting cut out of shit and stuff. Yep, he's taking that smooth. And you know the fucked up part is Jada was like, he was wrong for it, like bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we trust me, we've had like three episodes on here fucking Jada up. I hate that bitch. <laughs> so do I. <clears throat> like she reminds me of so many like kind of like former relationships I had where I was like I got I convinced a girl to like do shit but then she was a bad person like I, I've been in so many relationships like that where it's just like get out of it early if I was Will and Jada told me that I was cheating that night yes you told me that I was wrong for that I did it for you ho yeah <laughs> like, I'm cheating on you I, not, I wouldn't I would not go somewhere else and cheat I would kick the entire, I'd kick the family out. Oh shit! Fuck that fucking. What's oh, that? Shit. What's that kid? What's the guy's name? Or the, the his son's name? Jaden. I hate him. <laughs> Willow, hey, wait, why don't you write a letter from Tupac on the street, bitch? Get the fuck out of oh, here. Shit. Out. The mom. I, no, the only one I'm keeping around is the mom, the grandma, Jada's mom. I watch that Red Table Talk sometimes. The mom <laughs> is like down with Will. Like she like supports Will. The rest of them get the fuck out. That's his house. You know, I try to, I try to stay on Will's side with everything because he's from Philly, and you know, Philly's Pennsylvania. So I got, <laughs> <laughs> I try to stay on his side for everything. It's like I, I can't, bro. Like that was a bitch move. I he, think that was a bitch move. Man, he made the cardinal sin a long time ago, where he let Jada know he was jealous of Tupac. Can't do that. He should have just dropped her. Should have dropped her right then. Dropped her back then. Yep. Yeah, like because bro, Will knew. Will knew as much as the press and Jada denies that. That Tupac was smacking her off. Will <laughs> knew Tupac was in her fucking guts every yeah. time they saw each other. He was aware. That I understand why Will was like, I don't like him. And even if they didn't fuck, it's like you know your girl wants to fuck him. You do, but that's not the case. They definitely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they just say they did it because it was I don't know why now, but like they, they had to him, right? He definitely pi he he busted seed in her, bro. <laughs> It got her the plan B. Like, I believe that's how far it went. I hope Tupac comes back just to say he fucked Jada. Oh, She's shit. like, by the way, I did fuck Jada. No. Right, I'm going back to Cuba. No, that can't, that can't happen, man. That's a whole L for Pennsylvania, bro. That, that can't happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's a fucked up situation, man. But, yeah, Chris Rock, he handled that like a fucking G. He did. He did. I, I, I don't think, I really don't think he thought, like when he when Will was walking up to him, I thought he thought it was gonna be like they're gonna do some like funny Oscars improv. I think thing. we all did. Yeah, because he put his fucking chin out like, this, like he laughing. did. <laughs> or it was like, hey, you know, I have ten brothers, right? Like I dare you to slap me. <laughs> ten. Brothers I got ten Brooklyn all, brothers, bro, who are all five foot even. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the, like Tony Rock the next day was like talking all shit. I'm like, dude, you're like 120 pounds. What <laughs> right? are you doing? I don't know. Like you said, they are from Brooklyn. You know, they are from they, Brooklyn. They probably yeah. keep the burners on them. And there's ten of them. There's ten of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or whatever. That's a whole gang, bro. Yeah, that's bro. a platoon. They got five on five in, in, the, in, in the family. <laughs> they don't need no subs. <laughs> They got a full rec game. Team, <laughs> all they need, all they need to do is put some money towards some uniforms, and they're in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like Chris Rock, man, he gets – I honestly find – like, he's in the top five ever for me. Like, I feel like he doesn't get that credit, but his stand-up is so man. fucking good. I think – I you know, I think of Chris like Carlin. Um, they're not necessarily my taste, mm. but I like – I like comics who are like social. 
Mm. Like societal. That's what I meant. Okay. Who talk about society and talk about different views. Yeah. I wouldn't exactly say political because I, I would think of – no, but they, but they, dabble in po- yeah. they dabble in politics, but they're more so – they talk about societal issues like Dave Chappelle. That's what I really appreciate about Dave Chappelle. He's yeah. About, I think Dave Chappelle talks he, – he's talked about the same issue for so long. I'm kind of tired of it. Yeah, I mean I'm but, glad he said this last one. He's done with it. Because I was getting tired of it too. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm tired of him just talking about black and white all the time. And then with the stuff with the LGBTQ, I, I'm not gonna have a comment on that. <laughs> when he but. did the alphabet car uh, bit, that was amazing. And then I feel like this last episode or last special, it was like, all right, man, enough of the trans shit. Like we get it. But the alphabet car bit, I think it's an all time bit ever. I liked it. I liked yeah, it. he said it took four years to make that bit. I believe it. Four years of tweaking. I, I believe it. Oh, I definitely God. believe it. I um I enjoyed Sticks and Stones. That that was Sticks and Stones, right? Yeah, yeah and Stones, I enjoyed yeah. all of his Netflix specials, but um he just talked. He's been talking about the same subject overall. Yeah, excluding the LGBTQ stuff. Plus, he's been talking about black and white since he started. Forever, yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, Dave, we get it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm, um, but I I appreciate societal comics. Um, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily my favorite, like in my personal favorites, but I appreciate them. You're glad they're around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Chris Rock is one of those? I think he's a, more of a societal Same, guy. Yeah. He talks about society, mixes it, mixes it with his family. Like he has a mix, but it's more of like a, a view. Because I feel like when you're listening to comics like that, they have more to offer with what they're saying as to oppose like a Kevin Hart who talks strictly about his life. Right. You're not gaining any kind of point of view about anything yeah other than his life you're just learning about his life and it's also limited like once you once you touch all the bases of your life you're done that's why i think his last special like his last couple special like his first specials were so much better than his last ones because it was all fresh it was and because i think i think money plays a part in it too sure yeah he was more hungry he he was yeah he had more problems to make fun of now he's like i got this money (laughs) ha ha Rich, yeah, yeah, rich people problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm on a boat with my girlfriend. She's talking about what if I fall off this boat and I get eaten <laughs> by a shark. <laughs> you know who yeah. plays that though perfectly? Like being super rich, Ricky Gervais. You ever watch his nah, stand up? Nah. He plays perfectly like, like, oh yeah, like I know you guys seem like a god. I know I'm kind of like <laughs> Jesus. Like, like he, he plays it up plays really into well. It. That's pretty cool. But what I like about Chris Rock is that like. Even from 15 years ago, or whatever, like I remember his bits very well. Like he's very memorable, right? right. You know what I mean. And one one thing I noticed are bits that are more societal, on topic, are typically the more memorable bits yeah. because they relate to more people, right? As opposed to, I'm I'm Kevin Hart. I'm talking about all right, all right, all right. My dad got a big dick. You gonna learn today? Like that's yeah. not really. It's not connecting with people. Yep. Like it's funny as hell, but. It's not really connecting with us on a personal level uh-huh. as to where Dave Chappelle talking about the alphabet car will hit more because uh, there's gay people all around us. And yeah. Shit of that nature. It's a more emotional connection. Yeah, exactly. People. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't word it right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like so, Chris Rock when he's like, you can't be a mama and get your groove on. Like he's like talking about like like moms in the club on a Tuesday and shit like oh, that. Bro, like, I fucking realize that myself, bro. <laughs> Like I yeah. was, I, w- I wasn't at a club, but I was at my mom, or I was at a family function when my my sister graduated high school with some, a couple other cousins that graduated. We're all at my fucking aunt's houses. My mom started twerking, bro. I was <laughs> mad as fuck. I was like, I'm not trying to see my mom bounce ass, bro. Oh like, the shit. <laughs> but not, but like, uh, here's a uh, here's some game for you social media guys, uh, for comics who want to upload to social media. Here's some game. When you're uploading clips of your stand up online. Make sure the clip is more general with your topic and more societal instead of personal because it'll hit with more people and more people will be more inclined to watch it mm. if they can relate to it. My thing with putting up clips right now in this stage of my career, it's like I don't want to burn any material. Like I don't want – Here's the thing. Here's what was told – because I, I felt the same way. Here's what was told to me okay. about it. Um, I was told – and this is coming from a reliable source, <laughs> not Pittsburgh uh, – <laughs> is, this is, didn't come for anyone. All right. Um, All so, right. Now I'll listen. So, <laughs> as you should. So, no, but she told me, don't worry about burning your content because the thing is, most videos aren't going to go viral with it. Like, you're not going to get millions of views on every video. There are people who didn't hear that joke. So, if you upload a video, you get 2,000 views on it. 
more than likely, everyone who's going to be on that show that you're on tomorrow, they didn't hear that joke. So right. they still say it. That's how she put it to me. Um, it has replay value like that of such. If it didn't go mass viral, then you can still tell it. Like, if it went, like, super viral, then you can't tell it. But if it didn't, you can still tell it. Yeah, I didn't realize that about, like, or you just assume, or, like, maybe you not you, but, like, people who are just regular folks on social media, it's like, okay, I, I have 100 followers, so when I post something, 100 people see it. It's like, no, nah, man, eight people saw that shit. Yeah, eight people saw it, zero people liked it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, like, no, you got to post that like four times in the week for everyone to see it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what sure. make, it's like why? It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that shit's annoying. I know. <laughs> what, speaking of so, uh, social media, what do you think about uh, Elon buying Tesla or buying uh, Twitter? Um, I don't really know much. I know he has like 9% of the stock or some shit, like, or the company, I mean. All right, so here's what yeah, happened. I don't really know. Here's what he did. So he bought 9% stock, okay? And then what he did, so like the stock is worth like somewhere around 40 bucks a share, okay? So what he said is, look, I'm going to put an offer in. I will buy everyone out 100%. I will own the company 100%. And I'll give you $54 a share. So now what he has to, so now the board of directors who doesn't want him to own it, because if he does, he's going to make it actually fun and, and cool mm-hmm. to use. So, but if they don't take that offer, then they can be sued because they have what's called a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders, which means if they have an opportunity to make the money, they have to take that opportunity. So now they have to come back with a counter offer to him to see, to like, Try to dissuade him from wanting to buy it, but what he he just wants to buy the whole thing. And like, I guess he tried posting something and they censored him. He's like, oh, like that makes me want to be a billionaire so bad. Just be like, oh, are you gonna fuck with me? I'll just buy you. Damn, I'll buy you. Forty three billion is what's gonna cost him. Oh shit, forty three billion. But he's worth like two hundred eighty billion. Yeah. So that's nothing. No, it's that ain't shit to him. That ain't shit. Just be like, oh, like I would want to do that so bad. Like, like I go to. McDonald's and put cheese in my burger. It's like I'm gonna buy McDonald's now, and I will fucking make sure there's cheese in every single goddamn burger. Like that just makes you want to be a billionaire so fucking it bad. It does. I would love to do somebody like that, bro. That's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of billionaire I would be. I would just be fucking trolling everyone with it. Like you're gonna censor me? I'm gonna buy you. <laughs> and now, like all like people are mad. Like all the fucking. It's, it, of course, it's political. Like all the lefties are like, he's gonna ruin freedom of speech. I'm like, why would you think that he would ruin freedom of speech? It makes no sense to me. I don't know. I just because I'm banned on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping he brings everyone back. I called TurboTax cunts <laughs> and got kicked <laughs> off because <laughs> the word cunt is verboten on that web on that app. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not really on Twitter that much, so I guess it wouldn't really b- affect me. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm behind anything Elon wants to do, though. I like that dude. I, I think he's funny. I just trust him. I don't. I trust him a lot more. But I feel like because I trust him, I shouldn't trust him. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like I'm not doing what, his Neuralink shit for the birds. I'm not getting it. If it ever I happens, think I'm, do it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Like no. because he's doing it, I'm like, you know what? I think I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't. I don't. Nah. I don't trust anything like that. But. Other than that, I've trusted everything. Like when he said when he when he said on Twitter that he wanted a one v one Putin, <laughs> Dude. I was all for it. <laughs> I fucking love his energy, man. I love that shit. That man has black force energy. He's one of the man. He's one of my favorite African Americans. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm not even. I, and see, here's the thing. Outside of the Ukrainian shit. From what I know about Putin, this is gonna sound terrible, and if this ever comes up, I'm gonna get canceled. I'm definitely gonna get canceled. I rock with Putin. I'm not. Gonna oh shit! Why is outside that? Outside of the Ukrainian stuff, I don't really have a side with the Ukrainian stuff. Right. You, like you're saying, you're not informed enough to make an opinion. Exactly. Right. Um, I've heard, I've read too much about it, and I don't know what's real and what isn't. Right. Now I don't know what Putin does in his country to really stand on his side as a politician. Like I would vote for this guy if I was over there. But I fuck with well, him. There are no votes. Simply think, because yeah. probably not. No, he just. <laughs> but um, I know a lot of people don't. They're like he fucks over his citizens, and I, I, I don't, I don't know anything about that. But I fucked with him as like a figure once I found out he was ex KGB. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this motherfucker's about it. And he's definitely killed someone with his bare he's hands. Killed before. a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely he's about that shit for real. 
and uh, he's not scared to let his nuts hang, and I fuck with him because yeah, of like you enjoy the energy. Yeah, I love I, it. I, I love f- that energy. There is a part of Putin that is like attractive that way, where he's just like, I don't give a fuck. No, he doesn't, and yes. I love it. Yes, I'm a I dictator. Yes, <laughs> we no vote. <laughs> KGB vote for you. He's ex KGB, so that means he knows a lot of shit too. Yeah, he was the head I of the KGB. Just, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, he knows everything. He I, knows everything. I'm not fucking. With him. That's why whenever there was a vacancy to rule uh, Russia, he was able to step in because he had the KGB on his side. Oh shit! Yeah, so, no one's gonna, no one's gonna yeah, fuck with that. No, you need you. Everyone needs a Putin on their side. <laughs> they, they say it's very likely that he's the richest person on earth. He just, just hides all his money. It. They yeah, they hide they hide all his money. I believe it. I, I definitely would believe that. God damn. But it's like here's the thing. Just if, imagine if you wanted to fight him, you can't because he'll probably beat your ass. I that I know. <laughs> like you can't even do like some medieval shit where it's like I I challenge you to trial by combat. It's like no, he'll like probably choke ex- me to death. That's exactly what Elon Musk said. Elon I Musk know. didn't know what he was gonna do to himself. <laughs> Why? Well, like we talked about it last episode, I was like, I think he's gonna like like click a button on his chest and like a fucking Iron Man. Iron shit. Man. He basically is Tony Stark <laughs> uh, in real life. Basically, like if you found out he had an Iron Man like suit that he made, would you be that I surprised? Would not be surprised. Not at all. I right? want it. I want to buy it. He def. That's what Neuralink is. Jarvis. I will rob him for that suit. <laughs> like, I don't know how I would do it because I'm oh, sure he has like high God. tech security. I, I just I love that man. I love trolling like super woke people being like, I can't believe you wouldn't support an African American. <laughs> that, that is so fucked up, dude. He's just trying to make it here in America <laughs> with his 280 billion dollars. <laughs> But it's like you could be someone like uh, Bill Gates, where you're just doing boring shit with your money, like making uh, vaccines or give little kids Ebola, I'm sure, or whatever, or making <laughs> toilets, whatever the fuck he does to fuck over people. But it's like Elon does cool shit. He builds tunnels. He sends people to space. He's sending four citizens to space soon. Like he just does. He does shit that I think I would do if I was a billionaire with my money. He tries to one v one political leaders. He tries to one v one political <laughs> leaders. Like, are like, you kidding me, this dude? Man is, he's doing it for the people. Isn't Pete Davidson supposed to go to space with him? Sure. I, th- I probably think I saw that he was. Or like he that's did. what I mean. Like Richard Dick, Branson. Dick Davidson. Richard Branson's kind of like that, but he don't got near the the money that. <laughs> that, like Elon Musk got the real money to do shit. Like like Richard Branson couldn't buy Twitter. I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's power moves. I honestly, I hope he does buy it because um, I miss when Twitter was a fucking wild west, where like you could see the mo- Twitter used to be a place where you could see wild ass shit happen all the time. I I miss the internet, like the two thousand eight internet. Yeah, I wasn't. I was still coming up at that time. Oh my god! There on uh, this radio show called Opie and Anthony, they used to have something called Jocktober, where every Friday in October they would trash some like Zoo Crew morning show, whatever. <laughs> and part of it was all the fans from Opie and Anthony would go on to that that page's uh, Facebook. Uh, pa- remember those like like shows would have like a Facebook page, like a wall. Oh wow! How old are you? Twenty six. Yeah. So like, <laughs> they, 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 like play, like a place would have like a Facebook wall, and you go post stuff on it, and they would all post like pictures of like the morning show host like fucking pigs. You in know the what? Ass I, do like that. That. I, yeah, I yeah. do remember that. I yeah, I do remember. They would just post heinous shit like like it would be like a bunch of like dead white women like a cartoon OJ like woo like with a <laughs> knife and shit like they would just post horrible shit. It's like if you were to post that on Facebook now, you instantly get banned, Man. bro. Back then, there was this page. This shit made USA Today, bro. It was called Beaver County Hoes. <laughs> this page, that's why I remember it, because I, I was lurking on this page hard as fuck, and I was posting on the wall as well, trolling. And um, this page was called Beaver County Hoes, where they would just post pictures of girls in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. Jesus Christ. And they would basically have a story about their them hoeing. <laughs> <laughs> and people would get so salty under these posts and uh, it lasted literally like two or three days, and it made USA Today, National News, it made like <laughs> a couple other big news things, and um, it ended up getting taken down. But I remember I posted "hoes will be hoes" and like shit like that on the wall, and I was in the comments. If I would have posted that shit today, you'd like, be fucked. We would all be banned. Everyone on that page Bro, would be banned. I got I got a thirty day suspension, or no, no, it was a two week suspension. But then for thirty days, my posts are lowered because I said. 
would the Steelers please cut Ray Ray McLeod? <laughs> like, release him? But they took it as, like, violence. Like, I'm saying, like, cut someone oh, named shit. Ray Ray. You know, I fucking called, I called Ben Roethlisberger ugly, and they tried to ban me for that's, his speech. Oh. See, that's why Mark Zuckerberg is not on Elon's level. He's not. But He's he, going for Facebook next. Elon's getting Twitter, next is Facebook. He needs to, but I th- didn't Mark sell it? Well, no, it's it's Meta now. He, he made like a, he he's like changing the company. Oh, I thought he sold it. So he can start taking over the world and drink baby blood and shit like that. You know, all the things that oh, most shit. billionaires do. Like That's the thing. I don't see Elon eating children, but Mark Zuckerberg, I could. I don't know, man. E- Elon, I feel like he'll do anything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. South like African. The they had to eat some kids person. over there. He had to. He, he had to. He fucking probably ate cheetahs. Raw, <laughs> <laughs> just stuck his teeth in him. Like, <laughs> oh shit! He he named his fucking son after a cyborg, bro. Like, I know that was some that fucked man, up shit. That man will do anything. All right, where are we at? All right, let's let let's wrap this shit up. Um, thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate it. This is fun. I know it was like last minute, but it's, I've been wanting to get you on for a while. I've been wanting to come so. on. Um, we'll have you back again too. We didn't even talk about any of the beef or anything. Any Pittsburgh comedy issues? Well, we, we were very mature. We'll get back we to it. Whenever we, we don't have to worry about the production, everything's just done for us, like the talent that we are, we can really. <laughs> Plus, I know, like, we weren't that angry. Like, we had chicken wings before this. We're just no, happy. I just, I don't want to be angry. Like, I'm not going to talk about it in an angry way. I, I, I personally don't want to be angry when I'm talking about it because I don't want to say something that I'll regret. <laughs> um, I, I'll definitely say some, like, Say who don't fuck with and shit like that. I kind of just want people to hear the story. But to, to be quite honest, I just want people to hear the shit that happens here. Like, all right, how about this? You go, are you gonna have a ride next week? Probably not. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen. We'll call this the 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 Super Dewey Part One. Super Dewey Part One. And then That's we'll have Super Dewey fuck. Part Two. Super Dewey. When when we really when we fucking go in on what we want to talk about. Uh, okay. Because cool. I think we've been going on for like almost a We have been going on for a while. For a fucking while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have Super Dewey Part 2 when we, get, when we get fucking controversial as fuck. You got any shows? Um, when is this going to be released? Tomorrow. Edited and shit already? Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow's 419. I have. I am going to be at Dynamo Kingdom at Chelsea Music Hall in New York City. If you would like to see me and various other famous people like Boom. Darren Brand, Patrick Cloud, Roxy Hayes, Joe Boom. DeRosa, Boom. I think Mike Kaplan's supposed to be there. Is it Mick? Mick might be. I've never watched. I don't like know. like MY, MYQ. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Mick Kaplan. Mick Kaplan. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir. I don't want to offend you and beat my ass. <laughs> 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 I believe he's supposed to be there, and like a bunch of other late night per- p- um, comedians, late night. Uh, Show there's supposed to be like we're having burlesque, burlesque Ooh. dancers. Mm. We're having rap battles. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 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 like there's gonna be a lot going on. It's a 420 festival, so of course there's gonna be weed, mm. uh, <laughs> alcohol, <laughs> uh, games. If you like games, stand up comedy as well. It's this festival. Come have a good time. Starts at doors open at seven. Starts at eight, and it's going on all night. So um, come have a good time with us. Uh. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Saturday the twenty third, April twenty third, I am gonna be at Rose Bar with Suzanne Lawrence and Derek Knopp Snyder is the headliner. I am the host at Rose Bar White in White Oak. Uh and on the thirtieth, I I'm actually surprised I remember this name. I will be at the Keisterville. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Keisterville community center coming in keisterville or event i think it's community i don't know keep hit me up <laughs> it's the one place in keisterville just yeah, go there it's, it's probably the biggest space in keisterville <laughs> um, you probably can't miss it <laughs> uh, keisterville shit. pennsylvania white oak pennsylvania 23rd keisterville on the 30th and um that's all for my for the rest of the shows i have this month where but if you are in new oh, york sorry. please do come to dynamo kingdom even if you can't make it in person there are uh, online sales if you just want to watch it online. Um, you can follow, you can either buy them on Dynamo Kingdom, preferably, I would prefer if you hit me up. I can send you a ticket link for me. Where can people um, hit you up at? You can hit me up on Instagram at Joey Purse. 
Or you can go to my TikTok and my uh, the link is in my bio directly on TikTok at Joey Purse. But if you want me to send it to you because you want to be lazy and don't want to go on TikTok, just hit me up on Instagram. You know, most of the listeners here are actually from New York. Are they I, really? We get more from New York than PA. So come on, motherfuckers, come <laughs> through, Dynamo Kingdom, motherfucker. Um, cool. Uh, I have no shows coming up, so book me. Oh shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I'm actually working. Aren't you going to be at uh, casino? Are you Are you not on that? The casino? No. Oh. I thought you were. I'm, I'm banned from there, actually, I think. No, no, not not our casino. Isn't Matt going to the casino in Maryland? Aren't you supposed to be on that? Oh, yeah, the one in Maryland? No, I'm not going to that. Oh. No. Um, usually, they, like, book the entire show. Like, they just... Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, but I am working on two monthly shows. One with this guy. We'll see. We don't talk about it yet, but I might have two uh, monthly shows coming for you very soon. Wish us luck. Um, you know where to reach me at um, at Corey Brennan Comedy for Instagram and TikTok at I am Corey Brennan for Twitter. Make sure to share this shit, spread around like a virus, almost like a COVID virus. Spread it like them cheeks. Yes, yes. Imagine this is gonorrhea and put it in people's assholes. That's what you want to do. Um, we will see you next week. Uh, might not be the the super Dewey part two, but that <laughs> that is coming soon. Um, all right, guys. See you next week. Stay black. Who are the two comedians you were talking about?